All right, y'all. What's good? Welcome to another another episode of the podcast. Um, episode eleven. This is eleven. Yeah, wow. we got um. A lot of people have been asking for this one. I know he has. <laughs> he's been asking like over and over again, but we got it this time. Asking you shall receive. And today's episode is with Cleve. Cleve JDM. That's me. What's up, bro? How's it going? What's up? I'm doing muy bueno. Yeah. What about you, bro? I'm doing good. Just took off a break from the podcast last week, but I got braces now, so. Uh-huh. So yeah. From extra hose. Uh, it <laughs> fucking feels weird, though, but but yeah. What's up? How's it going? A lot of, a lot of work, a lot of chilling, a lot of cars, a lot of, a lot of support in my brothers, you know? A lot of um, dealing with a bunch of, you know, little female drama you know yeah. handling that little you know uh, what i'm talking about you know uh-huh. um you know shout out to you if you're watching this no shame <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> if you know you know yeah yeah just just i do a lot of things so i'm just i gotta i gotta stay active yeah <laughs> first things first uh i noticed you look different now from yeah so i sell cars i sell cars right and then there's another salesman who's pretty like on par with me right so Uh we're pretty we sell like i'd be in the past three months right but like he's like my direct comparison we bet this month right i'm like oh okay how about let's bet all right if you win then you shave your head if i win you know whatever same thing Uh versa, right and you know the outcome is i i lost i got i got (laughs) crushed to be honest (laughs) how does that work how does that whole car thing work that you're saying? Basically, you got to deal with a lot of dumbasses, a lot of picky people, a lot of people with high credit scores. I feel like they deserve everything in the world just because they have good credit. Uh-huh. And um, you just there's a lot of a lot of emotions I get tied onto it because it's like, how do you convince someone to spend 80 grand on a piece of big metal that can carry five people? You know, mm-hmm. so it's tricky. It's a lot of negotiation. And I, I, I tie it into my daily life, too. So, like, yeah. you know, to anything. Right. If my friends are like trying to bargain something or. Or even when it comes to like like talking to girls, dude, like yeah. like like negotiating tactics that I use at work, they work hella like smooth in mm. the real life. It's a good learning experience. So before we get into all this, uh, let's just kind of go over like all the things you've done. Like you want to kind of just name everything you've done from when you like when you were young till now. Yeah. So. I swung on the monkey bars, landed straight on my back, and <laughs> knocked the wind out of me. That's <laughs> my that's not my most proud accomplishment, but that was definitely my first death experience. Mm. <laughs> no, um, no, I do a lot of things. I guess the more important ones. I'm heavy into music, not oh. as much as I want to be now. Um, some highlights of music: first place international, piano winner, you know, mm-hmm. some slight drum line captain for like. I want to. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say three years. People are gonna argue against that. I'm gonna say three years on that. Um, did jazz band. Played uh-huh. piano forever. Uh, I produce, engineer, record music. Uh, I also was an RTC. I was the best drill team member the, the school has ever seen. I'm not talking, <laughs> so it was good. Whatever I seek is facts. Okay. Um, I. What else? What else? Some people call me a social justice warrior. I do not consider myself that, but if you want to call me that, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a master negotiator and bargainer. You say that as well. Um, honestly, I just feel like I know a lot about a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like same thing with Car- goes with Carlos too. Like every time we talk, we can talk about anything about anything yeah. about anything about anything. Like I don't know. That's just how it is. But um, what else? What and else? you learned a lot of it from yourself, right? Just yeah, self taught. I mean, yeah, I mean, I had some teachers that kind of helped along the way and stuff like uh-huh. that. But I mean, everything was self driven. You mm. know, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into the past, but you know, it's just it's, it's, it's self driven. Yeah. You know, that's what a lot of people don't have nowadays. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, I, I met you off of music, just to start off. We I did. met you from you were what my drumline captain for basically two yeah. years. So this guy came in, band right, hella quiet. He was the cutest like, type of kid, hella hair, little pockets or hands in his pockets with this. Remember that blue? I mean, you had this blue hoodie you used to wear every day, <laughs> and then yeah, we had we had drumline tryouts, and then he was like, yeah, "I'm down to join." I already knew he was gonna join because he was an advanced band, so it was like it was automatically you're in. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he picked up, or you picked up, and then we you finally you started hanging out with us a little bit. It took you took you a while to break you out of your shell. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't come to FIFA with us. You wouldn't come to Burger King. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't want to get beat in FIFA, so that was probably the reason why. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to the first podcast, Carlos, when I would uh, beat you in FIFA every single day. Seven oh, oh yeah, I got, I got screenshots, that. video evidence. So you said that. If anyone wants to see that? DM me, clean JDM. <laughs> um, yeah, that do that. Those were cool, good ass times when we started. Um, well, talk a bit, talk a little bit about when you started, like the music stuff, and then when you st- went into drumline. How did that all start for you? Like when I was, like high school music. Yeah. So I actually started intermediate band as a freshman. Uh-huh. I should have went to advance, but Mr. Ruby played me. Um, <coughs> So, I didn't actually do drumline my first year. I just did jazz band mm-hmm. and band. That was that was pretty much it. Okay. But I remember watching drumline; they were cool. I was like, "Oh, that's tight. Let me be cool to do that one day." And then sophomore year is when I was like, "I could do drumline," so I joined. Uh-huh. Right, and then it was it was it, we were a drumline of five at that time. Right when you came, Small. there was like 14, 20, yeah. 22, Right, it went higher, and then. There's five of us, right? To most people in drumline now, you probably think five. How, how, how's there five? Yeah, we boy, we made that work. So it was me, Pablo, Juan, Juan Martinez, yeah, Juan Martinez, uh, Mahal. No, not even Mahal. Um, and um, um, Eric, Eric, yeah, Eric. Shout out to Eric. Um, it was five of us. Yeah. So our first, con- our first, our first uh, performance, four bases and bells, no snares. No quads, no cymbals, no tom. Yeah, none of that. Yeah, like, it was just bass and bells, and our formation was just a bunch of circles going back and forth. Uh-huh. It was lit though. It was lit. I wish we had a video of that performance. Then I was like, Nah, this is cap. We need more people. Yeah. So then I got Cyrus. Then I got Michael. Then I eventually I got Maddie in there. Oh, well, I think Maddie kind of actually came to us. And then, then I got Allrich. And then I got Reggie. And then. Then Kailani. Well, Reggie came in with me. Huh? Reggie came in with me. Oh, Reggie came with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. damn, the drumline bling era. Shout out drumline bling. Yeah, then it was Pablo. So we were like a drumline of 11. Yeah. Which was good, right? We had two snares, one quad, mm-hmm. and it was good. And then we built it up. And then that was a big learning year because we spent that whole entire year learning the loop. All 10 cases. Mm-hmm. We didn't learn anything else. Sophomore year? Your sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Finally, junior year came. That's when you guys came. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it was good after that. Mm. Um, and then two million views on Facebook, you know. Shout out to that team. Exo Drum Life. Yep. 
Um, that was crazy. I had an hour yeah. to, but we had an hour to put that performance together. We met up with them. Yeah. Had like really, we only had like 45 minutes. We had 45 mm -hmm. minutes to get something together. Halftime show. Execute. Right before the games, uh, during, right during JVs when we were doing all that shit. Yeah. Fuck. And we made it work. Oh yeah. Um, when I joined, I noticed you guys were all, I told, I talked to Carlos about it too. You guys were all very close. Like you, you, Carlos, Kailani, Michael, Simon, Simon was like hanging out with you guys now. Yeah. Maddie was in there. So that was all cause of drumline pretty much for you guys. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we kind of knew each other before that, but, um, cause I knew Michael and Simon back in middle school. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean it was drumline because we would, we would hang out like that was our that was our group. Oh, we had the drumline table, yeah, right, which was like right by the college and career center. And we we would just we would just hang out there, and then after school we hang out. But back then, you you wasn't there experiencing it. But back then we was in the drumline room in the morning, during break, <laughs> during lunch, after school, every day, mm -hmm. every day. We almost hated it. We were there every single chance we can get. Every just working. Chance. Yeah, just yeah. practicing. We would we would play Ramon over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and yeah, that we, 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 that's literally how we bonded. We just we played drums, we played percussion. Yeah, it was it, it was cool. I remember seeing you guys when I first joined. How close the drum line was, how close everybody was, and that was also one way, one reason why I wanted to try out, because it was like, it was like a whole group, and eventually, I mean, I got really close with all you guys at mm -hmm. some point, and then yeah, it, it was it was a cool time. Um, I remember when we got to hang out and stuff, like the first times I was hanging out with y'all and yeah, when it you were was so hella quiet. You're like, yeah. yeah. And then it was like Reggie joined, Mila joined and it was like, and oh, Andy too. Oh yeah. Andy, Andy, shout out Andy. And we all kind of started hanging out and then, uh, that started, do you think that's probably the best drum line that school's ever had? Which one? Yours. Well, which one do you think? Um, junior or senior year? Yours. Probably senior. Yeah. You know? Senior year for sure. I mean, obviously, because you know I was a senior, right? So that yeah. was always gonna be the best year for me. But like, not like skill wise, like everybody grew. You know, like we were hella tight. Like, uh -huh. like I kept that group close. Like I kept everyone together. Like we pushed forward. Mm -hmm. There was days I was sick as a dog, like laying in his deathbed, and yeah. we still made practice go. Never missed a practice. Never canceled a practice unless Ruby made us cancel it. Um, yeah, no, like shout out my co-captains though too. They helped, but. I'm, pr a, I'm proud of what, what I did with that drum line. There was a lot of hard workers in that group. Like, everyone was really pushing. Yeah, no, like everybody. There was everybody. Like, when you made us all, like, when we all had somebody to teach, we all had to have, like, somebody to teach mm -hmm. during trials. Like, everybody was pushing. See, one thing about leadership that you learn is that, you know, always being so hands-on uh -huh. isn't always, like, the best example. Leading by example is probably my preference, to be honest, ironically. But, you know, what I was trying to focus on that time was training future leaders. Yeah. Right. You know, training, you know, at that time I wanted, I wanted Cyrus to, you know, eventually take over. Yeah. Right? I wanted, you know, my fellow seniors to, when they go out and be managers at restaurants, they would kind of get a glimpse of what it was like. Mm -hmm. Right. I wanted like, you know, the, the people before us or the people that come after us to eventually learn and be their own leaders. Like Brian, like Andy, you know, mm -hmm. Maddie at the time, um, you, like, that was the goal, uh -huh. right? Because I knew our time was basically up, and so I wanted to focus harder on you guys. Yeah. You know, granted, you know, I remember Colonel, Colonel, Colonel Hurd said, he was like, it's not about what you do in the moment. It's what, or it's not how you lead in the moment. It's the leaders that come after you. 
mm-hmm. which no i think back in it now i was like damn did i mess up like did i fail because the year after us let's be real now i went a little bit down i was like oh man is that my fault we'll get into that so. <laughs> we'll get into but, that yeah did what was the did you ever have like one really hard moment in drumline like in all, all three years you were there was there ever one really hard moment i almost quit after uh sophomore year everyone knows i should have got captain but oh that, that yeah but yeah. then they gave it to mahal like out of nowhere like out of nowhere mm. and i was like what the heck and then yeah, like pablo had trained me the whole year he had took me under his wing I had made all the cadences. I had taught everybody. I knew the whole loop, every mm. part by part by part, piece by piece, do every rudiment. And then I don't know where she was like, uh, nah, I'm going to give it to Mahal, the one who wasn't even in Drumline last year, but he'll be captain. I was like, oh, okay, bet. And so I told Ms. Ruby, I'm like, I'm done with Drumline. Like, I'll stay in band, but yeah. I'm not doing Drumline. Like, nah. But then she pulled me aside, and then she talked to me, and then I was like, all right, fine. What'd she tell you? She was just like, you know, Cleve, it's because you're not a senior and this and that. Mahal's a senior. It's his last year. I was like, okay, whatever. Mahal, if you're watching this, no no, no hard feelings <laughs> here. You're the homie. You're the homie. It's just this is how I felt yeah. at the time. Right. Um, and then I was like, nah, like, that's crazy. Like, you know I'm the most qualified, you know, to take yeah. that spot. And she's like, well, why can't you guys just work together? I was like, why can't you just work with me? Like, uh-huh. and, and she was like, there's no one in that line that knows the loop like you do. There's no one in there that has the capability like you. I was like, so why am I not the captain then? She was like, oh, it's because you're not a senior. I was like, then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, she is right, though. If I'm not there, that drum line is going to fall apart on its mm. knees. And Pablo even told me, he was like, dude, don't leave. Like, if you leave, no one's set up. You know, yeah. to be trained, and Miss Ruby's not going to do. It. I was like, <sighs> I was like, okay, fine. But but I feel like I feel like that was probably for good because you were still kind of a leader during that my first year there, and you were you were kind of helping us out little by little, like you were getting us better and better and better. And then the year after that, we were all like really really good. That's not the point, point though. We, the point though is that like everyone basically saw me as a leader of that line. Mm-hmm. But anytime I wanted something done, I had to go through my hall and then go to the Miss Ruby. You know, was it like that? Yeah, like I had to go if I wanted to say, "Oh, I want to do this." Okay, well, go tell Mahal, and then have Mahal tell me. Hmm. I'm like, why? And then yeah, that that, that was annoying. It's like I had to go through one step, then the other step, then the next step to get mm-hmm. anything done. That was that was frustrating. Like I wanted to just be like, okay, I want to say something, and this is what's gonna happen. It was never like that. Did it work? Like, would they agree though, or was there times where they just no, they don't let down? Uh, most of the time we agreed. Oh, okay. It was fine, but. I mean, obviously, we got a lot done that year, but it was just the frustration. What's the highlight of that that drum line? Junior year. So that was my junior year. Was it? Because it was, that was the first battle of the bay we did, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not when we got $2 million, though, right? No, that no. was the one before. Yeah. That was, well, that was first the first one. battle of the bay we did. Um, that's when the line was like 22 people. Remember, that's the first time we had the line hella big. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. We were like only 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were only like 16, 15 at the time. So it was uh, on quads, was it you and Arwich? Arwich and Eric. Arwich and Eric. Snares. It, it was me. It, it flip-flopped, but it was like me, Eric, Arwich. Uh, Michael. My, uh, wait, was Michael? Yeah, that, that first year, yeah. No, didn't I kick Michael off for a little bit? That was the second year. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was senior. Um, Michael, Maddie. I have to look at the picture, but yeah, Carlos. Carlos, me, Simon, Mila. Reggie and Andy were all bases. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were all bases. That was and, a good time. Yeah. So yeah, 
the highlight would be Battle of the Bay, right? Battle of the Bay. Was there anything else? We had some good rallies that year. Yeah, the Running Man. Uh, yeah, we had some good rallies that year. Um, wheels on the b- wheels on the dude. <laughs> a lot of people, a couple of people in the drama hated those little lullabies. But yeah. if you look back at the videos, those are the cadences that the crowd got lit to the most. Yeah, yeah, there there were people vibing to like, that. They were vibing to it. I mm-hmm. was like, yeah. What was the worst uh, performance we did that year? Oh, dude, no, you weren't there, but. Oh, you talking about just that year? Yeah. Probably one of the performances we had on the Greek or something. It was just like a little last minute performance mm. during like an open house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably one of those. Those little small. Like we did like three of them. Yeah, we never had a bad rally. At least I don't think we did. We did Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that rally was a little. We did that Pokemon. That was Mahal's idea for the Pokemon. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> Everybody was like, what the heck is this? And then we didn't even lose a lot of people because it was just him that left that year. Yeah, huh? It was just small. So the good thing was that we kept a lot of the people for the yeah. Year that, after. That's what that's what was tough coming into your year. You lost like eight people that year. Yeah, like solid people. So now that now we go into that part. Your your senior year of drumline was probably the best year of drumline, but also. Um, it, it it was that's that's the biggest drumline we've ever had, right? Yeah, like 2022. We capped out twenty two. We brought in a lot of freshmen, um, a few sophomores that were there. Um, yeah, I remember that. Remember in the tryouts, I was scaring everybody. I was like, only four are gonna make it, but there was like nine of them. Remember there was nine of them. I was like, the four. All of them made it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought everybody on because the reason why is because I thought my vision was okay. Whoever comes to the lunch practices and the break practices, oh no, the lunch practices, they'll mm-hmm. stay. Regardless, I don't care how bad they are. Like, if they come to the lunch practice, they'll stay. Yeah. But what ended up happening, every single person started coming to lunch practice. I was like, <laughs> oh, sh-. <laughs> Like, there was nobody that didn't come. And I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. Everyone turn around. If you have a stick in your hand, you stay. Everybody got one. Dude, everyone was freaking out. Remember, they were like, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, everyone, and then they, everyone opened their eyes. They were like, what the fuck? We all made it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you guys all came to the practices. They all were in drumline. That was a good year, though, because... Um, we had us, and then we had all those newer people, and then uh, we went hard. We went hard on the performances. It was good year. because I had like most of us knew the loop, right? Mm. At least the bass parts. Yeah. And so I was able to work with the snares on their thing, and then I could keep two snares in the in the the, the bass room, like all rich and yeah. somebody that can do that. So that was that was super helpful. Shout out Pablo. Yeah, and it was uh, then a few of us went up to snare. Um. And then, um, was it no? The basic the, the quads kind of stayed between Eric and Arbridge, it's the same thing, right? Mm. Oh, it was last year when Andy was there, yeah. Hey, I want to say a little random moment about Eric if Eric's listening to this. <laughs> the, this. The sophomore year, Pablo had told me, Do not move Eric up, and I was like, Yeah, I'm probably not gonna move him up. He wasn't that good at the time, right? Yeah, but when we came back to school, Eric was crushing it like he was a beast at the snare, he was a beast at the quads. I was like, Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, he, he's saying on. And then I, I put I put him on quads every single parade. Every every, every parade, Eric was like, all dead. Like, you can see his mm. sweat coming out of his freaking face, dude. It was hilarious. But, yeah, shout out Eric. That year was fun, though, because we also did the football games. We did the homecoming stuff. We did the football games. Um, That's before Harubi got mad at us. <laughs> right. What do you think about Mr. Ruby? She was good. She was, she was definitely an influence on my life. Yeah. Um, a couple of things upset me, but overall, 
I was grateful. Was I'm grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her around or? I see her randomly, like at Macy's or something, like uh, at a store. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I find it very weird how a lot of people didn't like her, which was interesting. A lot of people just didn't like having her there. If you didn't really have a, a connection with Mr. V, you weren't you weren't really gonna enjoy that class. Uh huh. Let's be real now. But yeah, that's true. You know, uh, if yeah. you did, then you were probably. I mean, we all time. did in drumline because we were always there with her yeah. after school and shit. And then during like the big sur, football games, um, rallies. I mean, sometimes we'd be with her. So, but yeah, she was she was a good teacher. It sucks that she had to leave right before my senior year. Yeah, <laughs> that made it tough. Um, do you have any drumline secrets that we don't know of? Secrets? Yeah, like something that that happened that we don't know that happened. Um, nothing. Not that I can remember. Uh, pff, no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Weird, crazy that happened. Uh, no, nah, dude. No, nah. I don't think so. I mean, every, really? everybody knew kind of what happened. Uh, um. Out of everybody there, who was like the most funniest person? Funniest? Freaking funny. <laughs> I'd say Ar- arguably Andy. Andy. <laughs> Just because anytime he gave his little speech, bro, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, Eric was really funny. Eric, yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Eric was up there too. Um, The most annoying? Most, shout out Joe. <laughs> You're my homie, but <laughs> we got ups and downs in yeah. the bro. <laughs> Um, let's see, like the one that tried a hard, like that try hard kid. Try hard kid? Yeah. You? <laughs> Me? Yeah. You were try hard, but like, I, I, you weren't. Like, I, I'd time. say, I'd say Andy. Andy? Uh, yeah, he was up he there was too. like yeah, he really, would, really. He would, he would probably, sh- he would try to, sh- he would play like extra loud. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it was, I mean, hmm, I wasn't that big of a try hard, but. I obviously knew what I needed to do if I wanted to be captain. Yeah. So. Um, who else? Um. I know you had a thing at one point for Reggie who would always like play when you talked and shit, and you would get mad at that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you just sparked the memory I forgot I had. Yes, dude, Reggie. <laughs> every time you play when I was talking, I wanted to throw a stick at your face and let it lodge into your eye. No, yeah, that was annoying. I remember that. And then, remember, yeah. One and then one thing we hated was when you used to, uh, we used to do the pyramid. Hey, that, that made whole you guys better. Thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it's so hard for you guys to count <laughs> one, two, three, four. I blame it on the bases though, because that was a, that was no, a lot of the bases snares shit. messed up too. Everybody messed up once in that. But that was, remember the feeling when we all completed the yeah, pyramid. Yeah. What did it feel like? It was like oh, like relief. It was like wow, we all did it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I'd say that did that did help us out, even though at, at that time we just thought it was annoying that we had to keep playing it over and over again. But one band, one sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all those performances, I mean, the best one we had was Battle of the Bay, since it went two million. Um, what would be the second best? For you? Second best. I liked our last rally. Uh, we had a good multicultural rally one year. Um, middle school was fun. Um, what was the last one? 
Uh, Aloha Rally. What are we doing that? Uh, I don't know. We did something, but it was cool. I don't even remember. We did something. I gotta look at the video. We did. Uh, we did a few X songs. We did. Uh, didn't we do a uh, what's that song called? We did sad. We did. Uh, yeah. We did. What was that one? Uh, uh, Yagen. Exo tour. No, we did Exo tour like way before that. We did, uh-huh. remember, remember we did Yagen when Marco did the saxophone. Mm. Yeah, that was tight. Uh-huh. I can't really remember what else we did, but mm. um, it was cool. It was cool performance. How about this? Let's talk about some controversial stuff. All right, what are you, what's your viewer base? Like, what's their age range? High school kids? Older kids? On here? On your, like, who listens to your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Like, Let's talk yeah. about college. How about that? High school, college, yeah. Your your opinion, do you feel college is worth it so far, being your first semester in? Mm, yeah. Why is that? Um, I think it's, 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 uh, it's cool. I mean, I've learned a, a good amount of stuff. Um, it's a really cool, like it's the schools, like it's the learning environment's cool. On top of that, just the people around here is really, it's really chill. Like you could, it's just really cool to just have like, you meet people and mm-hmm. stuff and you're around a lot of like new people and, you, and it's a good time. I'd say, yeah, it's not that hard. The first semester wasn't that hard for me at all. Like it was just super easy. The second semester, it did get more harder, but it's not that bad. Honestly, it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I I mean, I went to community college. It wasn't that bad. It was easy. It's just it, uh-huh. was a waste, it was a waste of money, in my opinion. Like I got a parking, I got a parking ticket, and I dropped out of school. I was I was that mad. Mm. I was like, fuck this. My perception is that like I feel like a lot of people will get a degree in something like psychology or communications yeah. or something like some some stupid right, and then like, um, then they'll work at you know, Lollapalooza as a server, mm-hmm. right? Like they spend quarter million dollars on a piece of paper. That will only make them sixty grand a year for ten years. Yeah, but let's be real. Not all sixty grand is going to go to your student loans. Probably five grand of that is going to go to your t- student loans. Mm-hmm. And I think that's personally, I mean, in my opinion, that's just a waste of money, right? Like, you know, I've my fr- my some of my smartest friends who were top ten scholars, right? Yeah, whatever, you know, things that I wasn't, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people who were. You know, oh, the smart kids in school that's going to go to the, this college and that college and la da la da la. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to brag, but I can guarantee you I'm making 10 times more money than they are right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Just just because I invested more into myself, you know, yeah. I know that's very ironic and generic. But like, yeah, it's I don't know. Like if, if you're going to be a doctor, please go to Harvard. I know not what you're cutting my stomach open if you are not trained. You mm-hmm. know? Shout out David John. But I don't know. Like a lot of people go against my opinion they think you know oh, that's a bad way to think about it it's for the experience it's for mm. the the friendships the the connections i'm like okay yeah. spend a quarter million or two hundred thousand to get a bachelor's degree for some connections what do you think they should do then what's the best thing to do it depends on your situation sometimes college is the best route for you i'm not saying you shouldn't go to college right people mm. think like i think you shouldn't go to college i'm not that's not what i'm saying i'm thinking i'm saying we evaluate, you know, why you're going to college. Right? Are you going to college just to become a social media influencer? Are you going to college to really become a therapist in psychology and get mm-hmm. a PhD and spend 10 years? Okay, that's the right route, right? Are you really trying to become a nurse that, you t- that you've been talking about for 30-something years? You know, it just depends. But, like, it, it's just a shame how many people I've seen 
get a degree, right? Their bachelor's degree. Yeah. And then they're like, eh, it wasn't really worth it. You know, I spent all this money. Now I'm a hundred something grand in student debt. And I'm not even working in the field that I got a degree in. Yeah, I know some people. It's like kind of like too. preparing ahead of time. I know some people are like, oh, well, it's hard to, it's hard to know. Yeah. So you're going to spend a hundred grand to just try to just try to figure that out. Wow. Then. That's how I look at it. Let's say, for example, um, what's a what's like a good type of like job you can have without a career, without a like a bachelor degree, well, just a degree in general. It depends. I mean, you you can go into the gaming field, mm-hmm. like not not like video game. I mean, you could do video games, right? But like, let's say you want to be like a graphic designer. Yeah, you don't need to go to a college to be a graphic designer, right? If you have the skills to do it. You know, you don't exactly need that degree. Mm-hmm. Will getting that degree help you get there? Sure, yeah, it will. But you know what degree is really useful? I call it the YouTube degree. You know how many valuable information and knowledge is on YouTube? Yeah. Tons, millions, million-dollar info on YouTube. YouTube honestly has made me thousands of thousands of dollars just by researching little videos here and there. Uh, you can get into e-commerce, online business. But, yeah, sure, not everyone's meant for business. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are you good at? I'm not good at anything. Well, okay, go go to be a manager at Burger King then if you're not good at anything, you know. I mean, there ha- everyone has to be good at something. You think so, right? Yeah. I mean, look, for, for example, you. Uh, let's say if everything goes bad for you, mm-hmm. the one thing that you're really good at is music. Yeah. You make a lot of money playing piano, don't you? I did, yeah. Yeah. That could be something you can do. If every like everything goes to like bad, yeah, I'm good yeah. at sales too. I'm yeah. good at selling stuff. So. Yeah, so, so yeah, a bunch of other stuff that going on. Yeah, I feel like everybody has, everybody has, everybody has something they're good at. But I mean, like you say, a lot of people, a lot of people feel like college is the best way for them. A lot of a lot of it is pr- uh, parent pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like, oh, my mom said if I don't go to college like she did, then you know I'm gonna end up a failure in life. I have a friend. His name's Luke. Look yeah. up on my Instagram. Luke All. L-U-K-E-A-L-L. This guy makes, m- not millions, but hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in net profit. Right? That's not gross. That's net profit. Yeah. Travels the world. He's probably sitting in an airplane right now making money. Right? Living a free life. He's neighbors with Tiger. Right? He knows everybody. Mm-hmm. He just bought a brand new Mercedes G-Wagon cash. Lives the life of a dream. Mm-hmm. Just by working off his cell phone and laptop every 30 minutes in a day. So what does he do? Just drop shipping, kind of like what I do. Obviously, he's a little bit better than that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I really wouldn't be here. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, I'm working towards it. Ex- ex- can you explain a little bit about that? How that how that drop shipping is the basic selling model, just taking to the online world. Think of like a, your your typical little gift shop, right? Mm. A gift shop will buy magnets, magnets, pack of 50 for like a dollar, right? And then how much does a magnet go for in Monterey? Like five bucks. Yeah. Right. Oh. So you know, okay. take fifty magnets that cost a dollar, which is fifty bucks. T- mm-hmm. Fifty times five. That's what I'm not good at math. Is that five hundred? Was that five thousand? Twenty five hundred. Yeah. See, I'm not good. <laughs> but yeah, that's a lot. Like a yeah. problem, right? So what I do is I'll take an expensive item. Take like a chandelier or something, right? I can retail that the chandelier for about five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got in contact with the supplier. You know, get the approval by them. And then I can sell the chandelier for three and a half grand. And I spent about 40 bucks an ad to get one sale. So let's do the math here. Uh, let's just, let's not even include our cost, right? If it costs me, 
five hundred dollars to get a chandelier, mm-hmm. and I sell one chandelier times twenty in a month. What's the math on that, profit wise? Five hundred times twenty. That's about three grand per. That's about let's say two point eight thousand dollars profit per uh-huh. chandelier that I sell. Oh. Rinse and repeat, and I'll take it to another store and then a different store. That's the business model. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, I mean the ads. Uh, it's, those it's, business, uh, no, the business like uh, those Instagram accounts that talk about like different business. Yeah, oh yeah, things. those Canva, those Canva posts. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Um, no, there's some good info on there too. A lot of people see it as spam. They were talking about. I was reading one about uh, uh, the uh, JBO speakers. What about it? You can buy like. Uh, like a, a like a stack of like like fifty of them, you could sell them for, I don't know how much money more because those things are cheap. Yeah, and they're the, not. The, those little uh, the JBL speakers, mm-hmm. they're like fifty bucks, and then you could sell them for like something. I don't I don't know. I, like I don't remember what was the price, but yeah, it's basic business. You make you make profit off of that. You buy something cheap, and then you you sell yeah. it for more. Sell it for three times, ten times its value. I mean that's easy. Anyone can do that, really. No, trust me, not anyone. Can no, do it. there's a reason why ninety percent of dropshippers fail. What's the key to success for that? Persistence. You're going to lose a lot of money at first, and you're going to think this isn't the business for you, and then you're going to drop out and say, ah, it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. If you persist it, stay strong with it, start learning your, learning from your mistakes, you'll succeed in it. It just depends. If you're not the persistent type, then business isn't for you. Uh-huh. If you are, then yeah, go for it. You also uh, do stocks, right? A little bit of stocks. Little I invest bit? in Bitcoin and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But not like... Some of my friends do. They date. I don't day trade. How does uh, how does Bitcoin work? Bitcoin is cryptocurrency. I mean, like any stock, you just follow the trend. Mm. Like like uh, the coronavirus. Like now is a good time to be investing in medicine. Yeah. You know, because everyone's gonna start getting into medicine. Uh huh. Same thing with marijuana. Marijuana is a growing trend right now. Invest in marijuana while it's low. You buy low, you sell high. Basic model. And same thing with that. The key for that is patience, right? Yeah. You know, you, just can lose, being, you can lose thousands. Yeah. You can make thousands. Just, just being really depends. patient. Um, yeah. Yeah, we learned a lot about that. Uh, well, not a lot, but we learned somewhat about that with Isaki last year. Yeah, if you take any economic class, you should. They talk about uh, they talk about stocks and stuff. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um. So you mean so you do that, and then obviously you work at the. Uh, the whole car thing, right? Yeah. Now, how does that work? How do you do that? How do I sell cars? Yeah. What's like, how, what's, how, how, like you said, you're, you're good at like negotiating and stuff. What's like the, uh, how do you say People like, will care about you more than the actual product. Uh-huh. Right? Let's say, put in an example, right? What's your dream car? I've always wanted an i8. An i8. Okay. So yeah. a BMW i8, right? So let's say you walk into a BMW dealership. Yeah. You're like. You found the perfect i8 that you want, uh-huh. right? It has perfect miles, the perfect specs, everything, right? It's a dream car. You walk in there. Let's say the salesman comes up to you and says, fuck you. You're way too young to be buying this car. Buy something else. What are you going to do? You're probably going to leave, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter about the car, right? Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if this is the perfect car with no miles. It doesn't matter if it was 20 grand off of what it was priced. Mm-hmm. If that person goes up to you at any bad way, you're probably going to walk away, right? Yeah. Or you might ask for another salesman, you know, but usually you're probably just going to leave because you're like, no, I'm not doing business with these people. Yeah. But if you can't, let's say I was a BMW salesman and you came in, 
I said, hey, nice to meet you, sir. So this IA, this is the one you want? They're like, yeah. Well, here's the keys. I already have it in my hand. Let's drive it around right now, right? What mm-hmm. are you going to do? You can probably smile a little bit. You're going to be like, whoa. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> right? You're going to drive. You're going to fall in love with it. Uh-huh. You know, I'm going to talk everything that was great about the car. I'm going to try to understand, you know, why you want the car. Mm-hmm. All real. You know, this car is beautiful. Right? Obviously, you have to be a very particular buyer to want to buy this car. But why is it specifically this IA that caught you? Because it was blue. It had this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I was saying, well, bro, out of anyone that's walked in this dealership, we have had about three people come and look at it. But of everybody, you are the best one fit for this car. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. If we can get you the numbers right in the right place, get you approved, right, all the monthly payment and down payment you want, do you want to take this car home? What would you say? If the price is right, yeah. All right. Well, come follow me. Right? It's a difference, right? You uh-huh. sell a difference. It wasn't really the car. It was the person. Yeah. Why well, you want to trust the person that's selling more than the actual product. You already, you already kind of understand the product. Mm. It's a BMW. has four wheels. It's half electric. Right? Yeah. It's fast. You know, you don't really need to explain that mm. much more. If the person trusts you on the deal that you're getting them to commit and spend this amount of money on a car, and that goes with sales in general, right? So let's take like a Amazon, right? Yeah. There's a difference. There's a reason why you buy from Amazon opposed to why you buy from the random Instagram ad that you saw online, right? Why do you buy from Amazon opposed to the random ad you saw online? More people buy off of Amazon, right? More people know Amazon, mm. right? It's not the product Amazon sells. It's the platform Amazon has built, a.k.a. the person, right? Yeah. Everyone trusts Amazon because they know their stuff is going to come. Kind of like with a person, right? You got to sell yourself. You got to make them trust you more than they trust the actual car, the product, the you know, go for furniture sales, right? I don't uh-huh. know anything about furniture sales, but I'm sure it's the same way. It's like, you know, you're going to tell someone, yeah, this is the mattress for you, dude. This is top tier grade, full Tempur-Pedic. Yeah. Right? And that's, I mean, I apply those skills into everything, right? If I'm going to, you know, let's say, let's say I'm like talking to a girl, right? Mm. I build value myself in myself, right? Not like the things I do. It's hard to explain it, but like, Everything is about building value. Everything is about building value. In sales, you want to find their pain, right? Do you think people buy because of pain or pleasure? What do you think? Pleasure. Pleasure? Why is that? Why do people buy food? Because they like it. Or And they're hungry, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And hungry is typically pain, right? Uh-huh. Why do people buy a car? Because they need a car, right? They need they need to fit their family. They mm, need a, okay. they need a, they their old car is broken. They're broken mm, down, right? Yeah. Why do you buy sunglasses? The sun, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, to block the sun. Why do you? Why would you buy a laptop for your podcast? Well, to record. To record, right? That's yeah. pain. You, if you didn't have a laptop, that's pain. You can't yeah. record your stuff. That's yeah. why you have these microphones. Why do uh, you buy microphones? Otherwise, podcast. you you know, yeah. people buy because of pain. Yeah, you'll have that one percent that buys for pleasure. Oh, I want to buy that jacket because I want to. Mm. But even, even with designer wear, people buy because of pain. Yeah, you know, like oh, that Louis Vuitton jacket. Dang, my friend has one, but I don't. Okay, I need that one so I can stay up. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to analyze their pain before anything, right? It's like uh, if I were to sell you a car, you know, what would be your pain? Do you have a car right now? Yeah. You own it. Yeah. Do you have any credit? No. You don't have credit. The pain is, okay, I want to buy a house in five years, but sir, you don't have credit. I want to, you know, get a credit card, but sir, mm-hmm. you don't have any credit. Yeah. This and that, right? It's pain. Uh-huh. Everything's pain. That's sales 101. Hmm? <laughs>
It, it, it's interesting. I didn't even know that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure your viewers didn't know that either. Yeah. Um. So it really kind of goes like, could you say it's kind of like first impression type thing? Like. Yeah, first impression is big. It, it's your connection with the person. Uh huh. It's the value you bring to the product, right? The product is still important, right? Yeah. But, it's more yourself than anything. Uh huh. Sometimes, when I when I go up to random people, I can't sell myself. I just can't connect with them. So I give it to somebody else. I probably can, uh-huh. and then they usually can do it. Just yeah, it's strategy. Just you gotta improvise, I guess. Now, what advice would you give um, somebody who's buying their first car? Since a lot of people are like in that age range. Buy typically that's gonna be between between sixteen and twenty one, right? Mm. Buy what you can afford and buy what you need, right? Uh huh. When everyone's a kid, right? They want that Jeep Wrangler, right? All the white girls want a Jeep Wrangler or Lexus, yeah. right? Or, you know, most guys want a Charger. They want a Scat Pad. They want a Hellcat. Yeah. You know, Brian wants a Hellcat, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, or, you know, or you can be like Carlos. You can just have a Corvette when you're 16, right? Or a Camaro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, you know, buy what you can afford. If you're paying for the car, buy what you can afford. If your parents are buying it, you know, whatever. But let's say you're buying a first car by yourself. Stick to your budget. Right, you probably work full time, maybe part time. You probably make less than probably a thousand a week, or or less than about two grand a month, right? Mm-hmm. Realistically, three hundred is going to go to a car payment. Depending on your insurance, one fifty is going to go to insurance. If you, assuming you have a perfect driving record, right? Yeah. So that's four fifty alone right there. Then you got to accommodate gas, right? Gas might cost you anywhere between sixty to two hundred bucks a month, uh-huh. right? Okay, boom, that's already seven hundred, seven hundred fifty a month that mm-hmm. you spend just on your transportation device. Yeah. What if you get a ticket? Oh, that's four hundred dollars you have to send to spend on the ticket attorney. Shout out ticket dismissers, or you're gonna have to pay for traffic school. Yeah. Right? Bam, that's eleven hundred bucks in a month, right? Oh, don't let something break. Your tires? Ooh, you didn't get warranty. Tires are eight hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, uh, you want uh, buy uh-huh. what you can afford, right? Yeah. My friend Joey, he got a Camaro, right? Base model Camaro. On top of that, mm-hmm. right? Soft top, seven hundred twenty bucks a month. He had to take on a repossession because he couldn't afford it. Got it when he was 17. Damn. Or 18. He was 18. Um, yeah. Just stick to what you can afford. You don't need anything flashy. You build your credit. When you're ready to move on to the next car and you've upgraded in life, go ahead and get that Lexus, that Mercedes, that BMW, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, that that Charger, that yeah. STI, Subaru, you know, that Evo, you know, whatever you're getting. What's a what's a good, uh, like a nice cheap car that a lot of people get? A lot. There's, you can get the Vox. Jetta was my first car. Remember that, my little red stick oh, shift Jetta? Yeah. I still have that car. Um, you know, basically anything under 15 grand. You can get a Chevy Cruze. Those are nice. Mazda 3s. Those are sick. You can get a Ford Fusion Hybrids. Um, you know, Toyota Camrys and Corollas. You can, you can find those in the first time car buying range. Mm-hmm. You know, solid cars because that's when you're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. You're going to scrape your wheel. You're going to mess up your fender. You know, you might get in a car crash, right? But at least yeah. it was on a little cheap car. That mm-hmm. way, when you move up, get your insurance money, move on to the next bigger car and the next car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. Um. Let me finish off the drumline thing real quick. Sure. Just, just so we can get done with that, and then we'll move on. Um. I know you weren't there a lot, but what did you think about me as a captain last year? You as a captain last year? What, like three months you were a captain? <laughs> it wasn't three months. 
Okay, three and a half. It so, was it. <laughs> my bad, dude. All right, all right. Let, let me let me get it. Let me explain real quick. It was, it was August, September, October, November, and then December, January, February, March. Four months I was gone, and then I came back mid March, April, and May. Is it even that many months in a school year? So three, plus August, September, October, November, seven months. Seven months total, Captain. It felt like three. Okay. I mean, seven. you quit like, mm. like you quit on your team. Like, yeah. I, 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 that's like, that's like, I mean, I, I take things into like credit stance, right? That's like, that's like going bankruptcy uh-huh. and saying, no, nah, big, take me back. I can, I can take another loan. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I understand you had your reasons, right? There was conflict. Mm. I wasn't there a hundred percent, so I can't completely speak on it, but you, you gave up. Right, you let Joe get the best of you, or Mr. or no, Mr. A, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't until later when you the line started getting a little bit better, and then you're like, "Oh damn, it's too late." But I mean, I don't know. Did like, you see your last performance? Uh, Law Rally. Yeah, the last oh, one. I don't think I saw it. Oh okay, yeah. I'll show it to you sometime. But yeah, maybe maybe you'll feel a little better. I mean, overall. It. If you want a one out of ten, I'll, I'll put my fault too, though. But like, like six out of ten. I should have trained you more to mm. prepare you okay. for your captain year. But I mean, like six out of ten. Okay. Right? I didn't hear like the most just because that whole year, all I kept getting from people was, "Dude, why is the drama so shitty? Why are they so bad? This and that. Like, Cleve, where you at? This and that." Yeah. Well, that's what I kept every single performance you guys had. People started coming at me on Snapchat. Uh uh-huh. I was like, I'm out of this school. Like, did you hear anything towards the end of the year though? Same thing. You heard people say that, even same after that, performance. Some people said they got a little, you guys a lot a little better, but it was more or less okay. kind of like the same. Okay, I'll take that then. You know, it sounded like you guys are improving. Uh-huh. but still, it was just like. And how do you, how do you feel about it now? Now that Brian's gone and they basically don't have, well, they're having a hard time getting their leadership. Oh, is Brian gone? Yeah, he's not captain no more. He quit like a month ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. So who's leading it? Um, it's weird. It's gone between different people. Supposedly AJ was gonna lead it, and then Marco, and then no, oh my goodness, it's kind of like into like I think three people lead it now. What? And Dude, that's so bad. People barely show up to practices, I guess. So yeah, oh. I don't know, but is is this the end of Drumline? <sighs> to be honest, I don't really care. <laughs> you don't. But I mean, it, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. Because I don't know anybody in the drum line now. Well, actually, no, it's not the end. Because my brother's going to start high school in like two years. That, yeah, so. that's what I was thinking. Well, well, my brother's Your brothers in, are seventh grade? Yeah, yeah, they're in seventh grade right now. Okay, so my brother's in seventh grade too. So we have hope. So yeah, when, 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 once, my bro- once my brothers get up in there. And then our sister's in seventh grade too, right? Oh, yeah. So maybe there is some hope. So them four, there's hope. Okay. Maybe there is hope. All right, well, there's hope. We'll just say leave it at that then. We'll just we'll conclude right. that there. That's drumline. text Brian right now, actually. Well, that's drumline. I'm like, what? You quit? (laughs) I thought he told you. No, I didn't know. Yeah, he quit. Um, He just said he got bored of it, and he wanted to do... uh, He wanted to dedicate himself into workouts and shit. Damn. It's crazy how much things change, right? Yeah. And... It's a shame. He was supposed to be there for two years. (laughs) Um, All right. Next topic. Um, Did you vote yesterday? No, no. What I don't do like. I don't what like do you any, think about I don't like that? Any of the Democratic Party? What do you think about Being political? All right, let's go. I'm about to offend everybody. <laughs> nah, I think I think everybody in the Democratic Party is trash. Yeah. I think Bernie Sanders is an idiot. 
The only one I was kind of cool with is Andrew Yang, who's only level 101. Elizabeth Warren, I mean, she's basically out of the polls now. So, but not that she was irrelevant, but I think she's an idiot. It seems like Bernie Sanders is getting a good amount of hype, but I'm pretty sure sh- I can bet almost my entire life that that fool's not going to win. I mean, let's be real now. Bernie Sanders is talking about, oh, no, it's not a complete socialism. It's uh, democratic socialism. Or whatever <laughs> he's trying to explain it, right? Yeah. He's trying to say that. Oh, I got I to gotta pull up. I, saw, I, saw I don't remember. Tweet, I saw that tweet you posted yesterday. Was it yeah. yesterday? Yeah. He's saying he was like, oh, he sent me this thing. He was saying if you make, he's trying to level out the wage or the um, the wealth gap. Right. Yeah, that's what people want. The wealth gap. Yeah. But I think that's ridiculous because, you know, me being a capitalist, right, if you work for it and you earned it, then you earned it. Right? Mm-hmm. That's your money. Yeah. Right? People were like, Jeff Bezos only donated $3 billion to so-and-so, but he had like, oh, shut up. Mm. You don't even need, you don't want to even donate three cents if you had three pennies in your pocket. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, I think people are idiots, right? I'm pretty sure most of the people are the same viewers, right? They're like, oh my God, he has all this money, but he can't do this. He can't do that. He doesn't want to do this. He bought this $144 million house, but blah, 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 blah. It's mm-hmm. like, well, listen, when you start your own empire that makes trillions of dollars a year, right? Well, billions of dollars a year, not trillions. Then sure. Go ahead. Donate your five, ten, twenty billion dollars to save the global earth, whatever. Sure. But like, I, th- I think all the people that complain and cry, those are the same people who you know, are on TikTok complaining or Twitter complaining, right? They'll sit there and complain on Twitter other than actually do, like, anything justifiable. Yeah. Like, pick up trash if you really care that much, right? Yeah. I think people just like to act like uh, social justice warriors on Twitter or Instagram to look, put up a front. But, I mean, going back to Bernie Sanders, no, I think he's a clown. I think his whole – I think every, I think he's complete clown. I think he's complete waste. Like, he's a waste of a Democratic spot. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna win. All the people voting for him, you're wasting your vote. Like people are like, but we have a voice too. This, this, and that. You know, blah, 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 blah. Shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. Your homie's gonna lose regardless. Um, hopefully this doesn't backfire. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, see right here, right here. He said, propose raising taxes fifty-two percent on incomes over twenty-nine grand. Now on the chart I said or I saw was that it's fifty two percent if you make ten million a year. Uh-huh. Right? Regardless, regardless which one's true. If you're talking about fifty two percent, let's let's say you made a hundred grand. Fifty two percent of that was taken away. Fifty two thousand dollars in taxes. Out of a hundred grand. No, that's you're ridiculous. Talking about a wealth gap. Imagine you made a hundred million dollars. Uh-huh. But fifty two million dollars goes to tax. How'd you feel? Uh, yeah. See what a lot of people don't understand is that People are like, oh, but Amazon didn't pay any taxes, this and that. Well, sir, do you know where Amazon pays her? <laughs> what, what that money goes to? It goes to charities. It goes to good funds that Amazon doesn't talk about. Because regardless of they talk about it, they're still going to get hate, right? For instance, the Cardinale Group, right? They don't pay any taxes, but you know where their money goes to? They feed the homeless. They give tents, shelters, mm-hmm. you know, housing sometimes, jobs. They give food, you know. Jackets, coats, sleeping bags. Would you rather your tax go to roads that are never going to get fixed? Or maybe the homeless that really need the, mm-hmm. you know, the shelter. Yeah. Because, you know, they can't fend for themselves anymore. Same thing Amazon does. They just donate. They, they give their tax money to different charitable organizations. 
which I am in favor for. Yeah. Do you do you disagree or agree? Uh, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. You know, like yeah. Would you rather go? T- would you rather money go to tanks or go to helping? You know, the world where it needs to be helped at. Mm-hmm. Personally, I go with the second one. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Trump. Like, but let's be real now. I mean, things are improving. Mm. Yeah, he's a shitty guy. Let's be real now. Like, you know the way he talks, but he's definitely gonna keep the economy more intact than Bernie Sanders, than Joe Biden, or. Who else? Elizabeth Warren. It was technically really going to go down to Biden and Sanders now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, I'd rather take Biden than Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, th- think about every Bernie Sanders supporter. Like, <laughs> what? Are you a Bernie Sanders supporter? I have to say, yeah. 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 Why? Tell I, me why. I, I I like I like what he what he says. Like what? Um, one of the big things that really caught so my eye. So you want fifty two grand taken out of you? Make a hundred k? No, tell me no, yes or no. Hey, well tell me yes or no. Well, that's not yes me, no. though. Huh? That's not me, though, so I can't really speak on that because, I mean, I don't make that much money, but one thing that really ca- catches my eye is a whole free tuition. Thing. Free tuition? Yeah. Why is that? Because it's free tuition. I think it's... With every good, there's a bad. Uh-huh. Right? You know the effects of having free tuition? I know, I know. yeah. I know that <laughs> it obviously costs money to pay... Student debt. Because free tuition, that's gonna ke- that's gonna cause free housing. Mm. Think about it like this: Let's take our seaside Monterey area. Yeah. Right? If a whole bunch of people, thousands of people, are coming in looking for housing, mm. what's housing? Is it housing gonna go cheaper? or Is it gonna go more expensive? More expensive. More expensive. Demand. Supply and demand, right? Yeah. Do how much? I'm sure your parents aren't the most richest people in the world. Same mm. as mine. All right. Would you like an increase in 500 in your rent payment? No. 300. 200, 100, just so the guy you don't know can have free tuition, mm-hmm. right? Or what about the skill gap, right? You know, yeah, there's an argument. People want, you know, like, oh, people need access to tuition because they can't afford it. Well, well, they don't know how to stand up for FAFSA. Okay, sure. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But you want all these idiots who, you know, flex true religion genes going to Harvard. Well, not, not <laughs> obviously not private institution, but, yeah. you know, you know, going That's, to, like, yeah, top-tier be, colleges, dumb, yeah. taking the spot away from a kid who actually kind of deserved it. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, it's people don't take advantage of things when it's free. If I gave you a free burger right now when you're starving, it's not that it's okay if you leave a little bit lettuce hanging off because you didn't really pay for it. Yeah. But if you pay for it, you're going to eat every single day of that burger, right? If you paid for 40 grand for a car, you're going to drive that car. If the car was giving it to you for free, it doesn't matter. Because, like, it's free. If I yeah. hate it, sure, right? If it gets total, hey, well, I didn't pay for it. That's the same effect. You don't think the same effect is going to happen to kids that go to free free, free tuition? Mm. Come to school, go to class. Oh, well, I'm not really paying for school. It's whatever. I can, I can miss class. Right? Mm. I can miss school. I can miss, right? But when you pay thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for school just to take math, you're going to want to make sure you pass that math class, right? So you yeah. don't have to take it again. Uh-huh. You know, I think that's that's one thing. People don't take advantage of things when it's free. You know, if you got if if let's say food was free, mm. right? McDonald's is free, Burger King's free, Yamasushi is free, mm. right? You wouldn't really cherish it as hard because it's free. You just go and then you get the food. Yeah. But what if your favorite restaurant is Burger King and it used to be free and now it costs money? You cherish it a little more now that every time you go to Burger King, right? Because mm. you actually paid your ten bucks to get the food. 
You know, same yeah. thing's going to go with education. Mean. People aren't going to take advantage of school. They're going to, they're not going to care about their job. They're not going to care about, you know, where they're at. Yeah. You know, it's shitty that we have to pay so much money, but no, I think free tuition is a horrible idea. The only people who think free tuition is a good idea is people who don't understand the negative effects of free tuition. Mm. Because you didn't understand the effects of free tuition, right? Yeah. It's a prime example. I guarantee you the other people who think Bernie Sanders is a great guy, same way. Like, oh, free tuition. Yes. No. What other thing do you think that he has said is wrong? You talked about the um, taxing. I will never agree with the socialists. I will never agree with the socialists. I will never agree with the socialists. Do you know what socialism is? No. Do you have an idea what socialism is? Uh, not really. Socialism is like, let's say I'm a billionaire and you're a thousandaire. Let's say you make 50 grand a year, I make 20 million a year. Mm. Now, granted, this isn't exactly what Bernie Sanders is saying, but this is kind of what he's pushing. Okay. That's basically me saying, okay, well, let's go socialist. And since I make 20 billion and you make 10,000 a year, how about I make 10 billion, you make 10 billion. We're, we're equal at that. You think that's fair? I worked my ass mm. off, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, lost people, this, this, and that, right? Went through the depths of hell to get these loans and investors and yeah. got all the things that I needed to do to get my business. My empire started, hired the employees, filed the LLC, got all the materials, this and that. But because you exist in our country, you get the equal, equal benefits. Mm. What do you think? Well, yeah, it is different. Right? That's not fair. Yeah. Right? That's kind of what he's pushing is like equal playing field. Mm. Right. Or a wealth gap, whatever. Oh, yeah. Right, but no. So how do you think the presidential election is going to end up? Trump's going to win. No. Yeah. If you think I'm wrong, you put some money down. Put some money where your mouth is. You want to bet 1000 You want to bet 5000 <laughs> You want to bet ten? You want to bet 20 I'll put it down right now. T- 20 as far as I go. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you, you can make that bet. Yeah. If you really think Bernie Sanders is going to win... If you really believe that with your whole, I don't know, what what's Bernie Sanders' slogan? What's his little thing? Does he have a catchphrase or anything like that? Mm, not really. Feel the burn or something like that? Nice to be yeah, you can feel this money burn when I take your money. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you think then? No. Dude, Trump is going to annihilate Bernie Sanders. Oh, what if it comes down to Biden, Trump? That, that'll that be interesting because he was a vice president. Hmm. But because the country's so Republican right now, I don't know. People, people ask, like, where do I lie? Am I Republican or am I Democrat? I'm in the middle. Mm. I see both sides of everything. Okay. People say it's because I'm a Libra. I don't believe in that fucking horoscopic <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> um, you know, like, every political... Th- I've taken about 10 political tests. Uh-huh. I landed basically dead center every single time. Okay. Leaning a little to the right. Okay. Just because I'm, I'm, I'm not pro-left. Radical left is crazy. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, I like dead middle in the, in the spectrum. I see mm. both sides. I think a lot of Republican things are idiots. I think a lot of Democrats are idiots. I think a lot of people in the middle are idiots. Okay. But, yeah. Mm. So you said if there was one person that you kind of really liked was Andrew Yang? Why was that? He was level-headed. He wasn't crazy. He wasn't weird. He was smart. Mm. His things, his ideas made sense. His thousand a month thing was pretty cool. What was that again? Where you get a thousand a month for like a year to help pay for your bills. And oh, wow. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, obviously, he didn't come close to 
being any significant <laughs> factor into the election. But yeah, if any Democratic, I would have chose it was him, just because mm-hmm. he was in the middle too. Yeah, he was in the middle, leading le- leaning left though. Mm. But really, I really think he went right. I think he was leaning right, but because of Trump, you know, battling someone like that, it's <laughs> yeah, tough. You think he'll be back? Yang? Yeah. Maybe Four next years. election. Now that Trump can't run again. Because mm. I think just battling someone like Trump, that's that's tough, dude. Mm. I don't know. If he has to go against Kanye West, <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Right? <laughs> be f- that would have been funny. Cool. So, I never knew that about you. What? The Like your whole uh, political views. Yeah. I I believe if you work for it and you earned it, then you earned it. That's uh-huh. basically capital mindset. You work for it, you earned it, nice. Uh-huh. Right? I don't think it should be you work for it, you earned it, now you have to give it to everybody else who didn't earn it. Right? Mm-hmm. Think about when you take a math test, right? If you got a you studied your ass off for the test, mm. right? Calculus, right? Let's say you studied for Miss Scott's class, right? You did you did all the work that you needed to do to study for the test, right? And then let's say the teacher left, right, to go print some paper, and she trusted the class to, you know, not cheat. And then everyone comes to you like, oh, 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 what's the answer, what's the answer, what's the answer? How would you feel? Yeah, you wouldn't want to give it to you will You wouldn't really want to give yeah. it up. You might give it to your homies or two, right? Uh-huh. But not every, not, not the kid in class. I bullied you back in elementary school, right? Like, you wouldn't want to give it to that kid who, who you Didn't know who doesn't do anything in class, yeah. who sleeps all day, just to get the same score as you. Yeah, you know, like I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Mm. I don't know how people can agree with that. Yeah, you know, actually, I do know some people <laughs> who are fucking weird and do agree with that. But I just don't know how you can. I I don't know how you do it. Now I know Bernie Sanders isn't pushing a full socialist country, mm-hmm. but I think that's ridiculous. Like I shouldn't have to pay if I make a hundred grand more. Like my family, right? We make more than a hundred grand a year, right? I do. We we should not have to pay fifty two thousand dollars just because. Someone else does it. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. No. Now, granted, I might be wrong in some of these facts, but that's kind of the general idea that I'm seeing. No. Mm. Doesn't really matter because he's not going to win. So, <laughs> like I said, if anyone's watching this, DM me Instagram with how much money you want to bet. I'll bet up to 20 grand. Bernie Sanders <laughs> will not win. All right. You want to bet? Well, I'm not betting. Come on, bro, let's bet. That's a lot of money. Uh, you don't have to bet 20 grand. Come on, 10 bucks. I'll just see how it goes. Nah. <laughs> um, all right. What about like uh so like little things? What do you think about like uh like the whole gun rights thing? Um about like some of the people saying take guns away, other people saying leave it so they can defend themselves. What's your I view on that? I think we should have our guns. People are like, oh, but guns kill people. I mean, it can go both ways. That's not the point of the matter. Right? People say, oh, why do you need an assault rifle? Why do you need this? Why do you need that? Blah, 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 blah. Hmm. You know, I haven't really seen the perspective from other states. Right? But it's like, well, why not? Why can't we have the right to protect ourselves? Why can't we have our own weapons? You know, why do we have to give up our weapons? Because you white kids can't stay controlled. You know? Yeah. I, I think I think when I go to the shooting range and I can't bring, you know, seven millimeter rounds because California's soft, I think that's ridiculous. I'm all for guns. I love guns. Mm. Now, I'm not in the NRA or anything like that, but, like, I'm all for guns. Yeah. 
I'm all for it. What do you think would be? Uh, See, we need someone here that's like the opposite. Opinions yeah, of that'd that be should be the next interview. Someone who has the opposite opinions of me. That'd like be Janelle or somebody. How you guys like debate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what about the? Um, what do you think is the best solution then for like mass shootings and stuff? Mass shootings? Yeah, to stop <laughs> people from doing that. Train your kids, bro. <laughs> Train your kids, bro. <laughs> Man, no, I mean, it, it, what could you do? If you take away all the guns, what is that gonna do? Really? What do you think? What's that gonna do? Is that gonna stop people from having guns? Not really. No. People can just buy them anywhere now. Just buy them. Yeah. Guns, it might be illegal, but you can still buy them. You know, like Mexico. They tried taking away all guns. They said, okay, we're just going to ban all guns. We'll see how that goes. Narcos started just killing everybody. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one could defend themselves. Yeah. Only, only the freaking yeah. narcos and the um, cartels had guns. Yeah. And Mexico was like, oh, that was a bad idea. Like, uh, like, like, like alcohol. Remember back in the 20s, right? When the, I forgot, uh, what was it? Prohibition, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, when um, they said, okay, we're just going to take all the alcohol. Mm. What did I do? Everybody was drunk. Everybody was drunk. Everyone, all the speakeasies, right? They're like, okay. Give your alcohol back, sure. And then there was a dude kitchen alcohol. Mm-hmm. Kind of like going back to the college and people don't appreciate it when they don't have it or when they have it for free. Right? There's a less alcohol depreciation rate or like alcohol alcoholism rate because it's so easy accessible, people get bored. Yeah. When it's hard to get, you cherish it more. Right? Kind of like school. When it's hard to get, when you pay for it, when you really have to go the extra mile to do it, you appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You cherish it. When it's free, when it's you know, it's just out there, easy to get. It's not that hard. Or you don't cherish it as hard. Uh, what's your view on immigration? Ooh, that's a tough one. So I saw this video on Twitter the other day, and it was basically this. Vi- it was basically like th- it was like thousands of border crossers, thousands. Like you can't yeah. stop these guys. Like there's thousands of them. Uh huh. And watching the video, I was like, hmm. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, you know, go with them, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, mm, I don't know about that <laughs> one, bro. Like, people in the comments were like, oh, but they're just trying to find salvation for their families. This and that. Like, sure, I get it. But I don't know. I was like, I'm not, like, 100% supportive on that. Like, because mm. it's hard. It's a hard topic because a lot of my friends are illegal. Right? Yeah. And they're my homies. Like, I wouldn't want to see them go. Yeah. All right, but. I don't know. I really don't. I don't have like a solid opinion. Like I don't have like a build a wall opinion, and I don't have a keep them off here opinion. It's just like the accessibility to be a citizen should definitely be a better process than what it is. Mm-hmm. French Montana it took him like ten years to get a citizenship, and he's a multimillionaire artist. Mm-hmm. It's unfair that you know not all you know immigrants are multimillionaire rappers who can just get their citizenship easily. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a hard subject. What do you think? I don't know. It's interesting too, because there's a lot of a lot of them, but then also, like you said, a lot of them are trying to find uh, they're trying to find like they hope a, yeah a better place, because a lot obviously a lot of them I put it like this let's say especially like Central American places mm-hmm. they go they get they've been they they go through a lot of shit so like over there if you're well like over thirteen over twelve they're already trying to get you into gangs and shit and if you don't want to be with it then. They like mess with your family and shit. So, what other option do you have? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. To- it's, ooh, voice crack. It's a hard topic. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a firm opinion on it. I mean, there's good and there's bad, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What other, what other, uh, what other big thing is on right now? Mm. I mean, the coronavirus. <laughs> That's Dude. a pretty big thing. My dad bought like every box of cereal you can imagine. Like you walk in my kitchen, there's like 40, 50 boxes of cereal. <laughs> Hella dried soup. Hella bags of rice, bro. Like 20 bags of rice. Yeah. Like he's really like, he's really serious about this Corona shit, bro. Like, I don't blame it. Like, mm. but he's really like crazy about this Corona shit, bro. You think it's crazy? Something yeah, like dude. I, I think like this is like not a joke no more. Like this is really like, this uh-huh. is getting crazy. Like this is surpassed every virus that's ever came out. No, uh-huh. like this is getting wild. Like, no, yeah, this this is the shit for real. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think something big's gonna come. They were talking about that how it's uh, no disrespect, but honestly, it's even worse since it came from China. Yeah, because there's a hell of people in China. Yeah, and it's uh, it's from another country, and it's coming here, so it's like. It's even more tough. I was watching a video on Instagram. There's people. There's people in China like mm. spitting on the elevators. Dude, that video is like three years old. Is it? Yeah, that's a oh. fake video. <laughs> I, yeah, I, people, I, I just saw that today, and I was thinking that keep, was real. Um, yeah, that. that that's <laughs> a, yeah, that's a fake video. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's just. That's I was about just, to say. I was about to say. What the yeah, fuck is that? No, that's just for the freaking media. Dude. Okay. Um. Cool. Um. So. Is there any other topic? What about cars? Cars. Yeah, I was going to get into that. Just want to make sure there's anything other in, like, the whole politics kind of world. Mm, people people going to start attacking me on Instagram. I'm out. Or be like, oh, my God, did you hear what Khalees said? Oh, my God. <laughs> he doesn't well, like Bernie Sanders. Well, I mean, everybody has their own opinions, which I respect. Like you, like See, the thing is, most people's really opinions are just opinions. Like, I can back my opinions up with some facts. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean... I respect your view. I see what you mean. I see, like the whole thing you were talking about, like the tax stuff and everything. I understand that, and yeah, I mean, everyone has a different perspective. So it's interesting to hear from other people, though. Mm. I think that's cool. Like just a few a few uh, days ago, I was talking to somebody who's like a really big Trump supporter, and they were talking about how they agree on this and they want this to happen and they want that to happen, and it's like okay, it's interesting, but I mean. I might might not agree on everything, but it's just interesting to see what they, yeah, like what they have, what they think. Even though sometimes it's kind of like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah, no, sometimes crazy, but yeah, but yeah. All right, um, cars, cars is next. What are you? Are you a German, American, yeah. or you're a Japanese fan? You're a big. I know you're a big car guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big car guy. I don't really, honestly, I don't really like. You like a you like a F1 pay attention. Type of, you like F one, don't you? Yeah, I, that's probably the only thing I like. Like F one. F one's cool. F one's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I follow that a lot. Obviously, I'm a Japanese car guy. Like, I think Japanese cars are the superior cars over muscle and German cars. A lot of people. Oh, I wish there were some other guys in here that was like, like American guy guy and then like a Japanese. Yeah. Car. That should be like a part of your series, dude. Like, you should have people in like. Like certain topics, certain subjects, and One you, topic. Should, you should video record it, yeah. put it on YouTube. Like that should be what you should be doing, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like my TikTok, dude. That got like almost—it's almost at five hundred thousand views. Really? On my one video. What is it? It's, um, when I straight pipe or when I muffled deleted Janelle's car. Mm. 
Now it sounds like a literally like a freaking AK forty seven. Um but yeah, like if you build a quarter and then you have people sit down and contemplate yeah. like, topics like that. I'm be, thinking about that for I'm thinking about recording it soon or later in the year. Yeah, like that'd be tight. Getting to record it. But so you say Japanese cars are your favorite? They're superior. Yeah. That's, that's just facts. So I'm assuming you you like you're a really, really big fan of Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tokyo Drift. Like all the fast speeds. Um and you drive uh Subaru WX STI. Okay. Modded boltons. What does that what does that all mean? <laughs> it's a Subaru. World Rally Extreme. Subaru Technica International. And basically it's like the best Subaru you can get on the market right now. Damn. One thing about cars that people don't get, kind of tying back to what we were talking about earlier. Try to buy a car that holds value. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning like so let's say like a Audi, right? Everyone praises Audi. This ah, amazing brand. This yeah. and that, right? Now think of the best Audi you can get, an R8, right? Everybody wants an R8 with an Audi. But little do people know, those R8s have some of the worst depreciation out there. You can get a brand new R8 for like, what, 230 grand, 220 grand. You drive it off the lot, you lose 40 grand, put some miles on it. That's another like 20 grand. Damn. Now your car is worth $130,000. Wow. So you lost almost 70 grand driving the car around. Compared to my Subaru, right? Uh-huh. Not nearly as much car, not nearly as worth as much, right? Uh-huh. But put it this way, my Subaru MSRP was probably around thirty six thousand dollars, right? Uh-huh. Now with forty thousand miles, right, with all the miles I have on it, it's worth maybe about thirty one thousand dollars. Only went down four grand mm. with forty thousand miles compared to an R eight that goes down seventy thousand miles. Damn. Right. Subaru's actually uh, Subaru Impreza's directs are actually top 10 best value holding cars the first one being the Jeep Wrangler mm. Jeep Wranglers hold their value like crazy um, like when you buy a what car doesn't hold value as well when you buy like a Ferrari 488 uh-huh. right ooh great car right 350,000 put some miles on it boom 220,000 you lost 110 grand mm. driving the car Granted, a lot of people don't give a fuck, right? They just they yeah. just want the car. They don't care how much they spent for it. They just they want the yeah. car. But when you want to trade it in, and your car is only worth ten bucks, <laughs> well, it's only worth the gas that that's inside the car. <laughs> then you know you're sick. Yeah. Kind of like a, a, a you know Banksy, right? Uh, Banksy, the artist in New York, that was like. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like one of his paint. Remember he had a vendor where he was selling his paintings for sixty bucks, but no one knew. They thought it was fake. Uh-huh. Then people bought it for sixty bucks. Now they're going for upwards to quarter million dollars. Shit. Because of value. People don't understand the value of things. Right? Mm. You understand the value of what you have, whether it be a car, a painting, a baseball card, like, mm. that's huge. Um, What's your dream car? Uh, I want a GTR, R35 GTR, which is definitely, mm. I can get, I could have got the GTR before I got my Subaru, but I want, no. like, I'm going to get my Subaru first, year or two. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to trade in, by the way. I'm just going to buy another car. I'm going to get a GTR, mm. get my credit up, go zero down. Yeah, I want that car. How long you, you only had the Subaru for for a bit, haven't you? Yeah, like seven months. Hmm. It's just loud. It's a little loud. Loud. It's a little loud here. I'll play a little uh, little little gunshot clip. Ready for this? Yeah. All right, hold on, hold on. My gun. I mean, my gun. My car. Literally, sounds like a gun. Oh no, it's not gonna play. There's no signal in here. Never mind. It sounds like pop, 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 pop. There. That's the best simulation <laughs> I get. Um. 
what's what what do you like so much about the car meets like i see you know i see you go to a lot of these car meets what do you what do you like a lot about them like, there's a connection you meet with people right so yeah. let's say let's say you went to a meet of people who do podcasts right it's gonna be cool because it's like yeah. oh, these all guys who do podcasts and we can collaborate do other stuff uh-huh. same thing with cars it's like you meet people who are mechanics who work out of the dealerships who do similar things like you do people mm. who have the same attachment that you have to these vehicles right i met some a lot of cool friends out there yeah like, let me shout out like, i'll shout out my whole subaru team right now um, you know, shout out, uh, Brian, you know, he's, you know, like he's the homie. He got like a brand new WRX, right? Shout out to Eric, that one Subi, you know, he works at Subaru. He gets me, the, you can get a hookup on like Subaru stuff. Oh. Right. Shout out my homie, uh, um, Jonathan, you know, he's a mechanic, right? He, he does all my parts and he gets me a hookup on parts and stuff. You know, it's like, you meet a lot of people who, who, you know, are longtime friends and people who are understanding where you're at. Mm-hmm. Now, some some car communities are toxic, like like the mm-hmm. Nissan community, like the G35s, like the oh, BQs, yeah. what they call them. They're <laughs> toxic. Like everybody has beef with each other. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Um, or Mustangs, Mustangs especially, like the mus like the Mustang muscle car community, oh. Oh, so toxic, dude, so bad. I could imagine people always <laughs> scat packs and five O's, always arguing <laughs> about who's faster. Um, and then you know you got the challengers who think they're better than the chargers. Mm-hmm. You got the Hellcats who think they're faster than the you know the so and sos. And then same thing with JDM. I mean, so you got the Japanese car people who think they're better than the muscle car people. But it goes both ways. Yeah, it's funny. But um, and then you guys do a lot of racing too, right? Yeah, not that many of us. I'm one of them, but yeah, I go racing sometimes. Got to put the gap on. What people. cars have you gone against? Uh, uh, up I've against? gone against SRT Jeeps, Mustangs, Scat Packs. I've gone against other. Su- I've wrecked every Subaru I've gone against. Um, I've gone against Mazdas. You know, mm-hmm. I went up CTSVs. I've lined up against. I lined. I've lined up against a Lamborghini once. Damn. He, he crushed me, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope he would crush me because you know you have a three million or three hundred million, a uh, three hundred thousand dollar car. Damn. That's cool. Yeah. You don't like any, you know, you wouldn't want to have a Lamborghini? No, a Huracan. If I, if I had, if once I get to the level, I'll get a Huracan. Mm. I'll get a Huracan Evo. Mm-hmm. Or Performante. Did you, did you have this car during car week? No. 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 Oh, this so will be my first, this will be my first week. In August? Yeah. I'm excited. You're excited to take it out? Usually how many car weeks do you go to a week? I go to like every, every, single, day I can, every single day I can go to. Really? Yeah. When's the next one? Last week of August, usually like the 24th, 25th of oh. August, something like that. Usually they pop off Thursday, th- Thursday, Friday, Damn. Saturday, Sunday. That's lit. What got you into cars, though? You you were you weren't really into cars like back in high school, were you? I was. Like when I was a kid, cool. I was into muscle cars. <laughs> I uh, really like Camaro SS, okay. like old school Camaros and Mustangs and stuff like that, because my dad had one. Uh-huh. Um, then I realized how much better Japanese cars were, and I was like... Yeah, and I got a JDM cars. Ironically, I got a Jetta, but, um, and yeah, so I, I learned mm. about you know the, the parts of an engine, right? The people that are in it. Yeah. Right. Just the the sound of an engine, how you can change the sounds, how you can make a car fast, tunes, like all that stuff. That interests me, and so mm-hmm. I got into it. That's lit. Very interesting, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, I don't really, I don't really have, I don't really care much about cars. Mm-hmm. I only know you and really you and Carlos that, that are really into cars. Yeah. He should have kept the Corvette, but 
That was a nice Corvette. You got an Audi. It's cool, though. Yeah, that was a nice Corvette. Not going to lie. Um, cool. What What else? Well, anything else? Anything else about cars? If you get into it, if you need to buy a car, let me know. Mm. Anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout yourself out. That way, if anyone wants to get a car, they can... Cleve JDM, just follow me on Instagram. Need any advice on anything? If you want to, if you want to have a, a conflict, if you want out of battle, if you want to get shut down in a political debate, <laughs> by all means. If you want to put two hundred grand down on who's going to win the election, DM me, send me a message, follow me on TikTok too. Who JM? I got, I got like four hundred fifty thousand views. How did that all happen? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just it, the video started blowing up out of nowhere. I was like, oh shit! Like what the hell? Started, started getting hell of views. I was like, damn. <laughs> So yeah, it just blew up. I was like, okay. Um, it wasn't my first time going viral though. So yeah. It was like, okay. Yeah. Um. Damn. Um. One of the things that I saw before this interview that I wanted to talk about was uh, one of the that post you had. If you remember when you graduated from high school. That post is actually on your Twitter. I don't know if it's if it's still pinned. The post is on my Twitter. Um. You posted about like all the things you went through during high school and oh, shit. Oh yeah, what about it? Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I don't even remember the tweet. <laughs> just like anything in general, I don't know if it's. Let me check real quick. Um, but it was just you're talking about like you're talking about some of the like just, just problems in your life and shit. No, I wasn't really like academic like that, you know, and like. Because I knew I knew you. Uh, I knew. I mean, I never saw you talk that serious about something. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of dumb shit happened, you know, growing up. And, you know, it's refreshing. It was refreshing actually graduating. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's... How was all that, though? Like, that time growing up and... It was it was good. It was rough around the edges. Yeah. You know, but all that eventually... What did you, what did you like, learn? I learned, like... You can't turn your sadness into an excuse. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have a problem with, oh, I went through this. I went through that. It's okay. I can feel sad. People should feel bad for me, blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. No one gives a fuck, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how sad you are or whatever, right? If you can't find get out of that shell and find the motivation on your own, then, you know. <laughs> if you're going through my current Twitter, it's not that one anymore. Because remember, I, I changed my Twitter. Yeah, it's not even in here anymore, I think. No, I got a different Twitter. Um, yeah, it's not going to be here. But yeah, um, yeah, and it was just, you were just talking about, like, the problems that you had. Yeah, I mean, it was just hard because, like, a lot of my friends were super academic people. And I was like, I could never get that far. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think about it now, I was like, academic, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Who cares? The top 20 in my class, where are they? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like... What? School? Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. You know, like, I'm not trying to flex, but I'm about to buy my parents a house at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Oh, school? Okay. <laughs> cool. Keep going yeah. School. Right? Like, my homie, one of my friends, never walked the high school stage. He walked his stage for the first time two weeks ago. And you know why? His certificate for joining the Millionaire Club. Wow. He invited me, but I couldn't go. But his certificate for joining the Millionaire Club, for reaching a million dollars net. Damn. That's the first time he ever walked the stage. And when he called me, talking about inviting me, I, went, I cried with him. I was like, damn, dude. There you go. 
How old is he? 21. Damn. He was a 2.0 student. Damn. 2.0 student. 22 now. Granted, think about it. Most of, his, most, of his, most of his peers are probably still in their fourth year of college. Yeah. Fourth, fifth year, third year in college. Yeah. He just walked the stage because he reached the million. He travels, does whatever he wants with his life. He gets all the girls in the world. He, he, he literally just like, he's like, you see that girl right there? Watch this. And then they'll just walk to him. Wow. I swear to God. He's not really cute. Like, he's, he's like, <laughs> like, like, like no homo. Like, he's not like, you know, shout out to Brian, but you're like, he's not the most attractive guy. Yeah. But literally, uh-huh. ladies are attracted to money. That, let's be real now. A diamond is a girl's best friend. All he has to say, come here, and they'll just come to him, and then boom, he'll smash her that same night. That's how I'm trying to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. How long do you think it'll take you to get there? Give me about a year or two. A year or two? Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll come back and do another interview a year or two. We'll see. We'll see what changed. Yeah. We'll see yeah. what changed. Uh, I should have. If we come back in exactly two years from now, maybe a year from now, I will have a GTR. Okay. I will have bought my parents' house. Okay. You will have a better setup than this. You will have your own office mm-hmm. or studio, whatever. I will have three cars mm-hmm. and a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Preferably probably like an R6 and R1. Mm-hmm. And I will have at least 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. We'll leave it at that. One or two years, all right? One we'll one or two years. It just okay. depends which one. What happened with your YouTube video? YouTube? Dude, editing videos takes a long time, bro. I'm going to just hire like editors. You're like, going hard on that, too. I was. I was good, too. But, but dude, the, editing videos take a long time, bro. The whole transitions you used to do and shit, that was, that was yeah. lit. Yeah, I'm just going to hire an editor when I get back into YouTube because... No, How long would it take you usually? Like eight hours. Fuck. Yeah, dude, it would take like eight hours. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going <laughs> to wait till I get an editor and edit my video. What was the best video you did out of all of those? Probably that fifth grade or that, that questions video I did. That little questions That's video cool? I did. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That video was funny. Everyone was cracking up to that video. That, sh- that video should have done better. I always remember uh, the Foreigners video when they interviewed you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Sucking well, toes thing. Yeah, what? No, but that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. No, yeah, that was interesting. Um, cool. I mean, you got those goals set up for you. So you will be back. You will be back on YouTube though. For sure. No, I, I, <laughs> I will be back on YouTube. Okay. I will be back on YouTube. How how much will give it a year or less than a year? Give it a year and a half. A year and a half. Just give me some cushion. Okay. So you gotta figure some things out, but yeah, give me like a year and a half. I'll be back on YouTube. Do you still uh, work out? I play basketball three times a week. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really hit the weights like I used to. We all used to go to M- OMC. Yeah, dude, Brian beat me in arm wrestling. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, bowling. Yeah, on Friday. He beat me. That's how you know he got stronger because he could not beat me for his life. Wow. He beat me. I was like, damn. I got crushed. <laughs> I got wrecked. Um. We're going to say something else. Uh, you talking about girl problems earlier. How's that all that? Do we want to go there? Up to you. D- does, she, does she listen to these? You know? She probably wouldn't listen to this one. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. <laughs> Is it tough? Tough? Nah, it's not tough. Honestly, it worked in my favor. Her doing that got me like forty five hundred bucks cash, <laughs> and a new paint job. Do you um, 
Well, I mean, now after all the experiences you had, do you uh, do you think it's just better off being your being alone? I'm ready to settle down. Like I'm ready to like, you know, be committed again. Mm-hmm. It's tough being in love with two people, dude. Yeah. Like. You have a. You're not talking to anyone, or, or are you? No. Yeah. What's the best advice you can give someone? You know what's funny, actually? Oh, back then, I was the toxic one, right? I was yeah. the, the stupid one, right? Uh-huh. You know, everyone called me the dumb one. All those same people, now they're the dumb ones getting played, you know, <laughs> this and that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about if, if she's watching this. Um, you know, they're the ones like, dude, what the heck? Like, now we're the dumb one. I'm like, <laughs> losers. I'm on my future vibes. You know, she belongs to the streets, you know. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I would say don't take it too serious at first. And just let it, let, let it, let it, let it flow. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. If it works out, it works out. Divorce rate is like what eighty, sixty, eighty percent. I don't remember the exact statistic. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Date to marry, but you know, just take it how it's supposed to take it. You know, I'm not no marriage counselor, but like, mm-hmm. find. Oh, he, oh, you want to know a real tip? Here's a real tip for you. Date like medium pretty girls. If you date a girl <laughs> that's too cute, you're bound to get played. <laughs> you're bound to get cheated on. Uh-huh. Same thing goes for girls. Date a medium ugly guy. You date a medium ugly guy, you know he's probably not gonna go. There's a low chance he's gonna find somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you date like a, if you date like a bad bitch, you know, like there's a good chance you think you're the only guy that's eyeing her down. Mm. Come on now. Yeah. But if you date like a medium ugly girl, you know, like not Victoria's Secret model level, like you're in a good playing field. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, the only other guys that's gonna compete are medium ugly guys, right? Because mm. all the cute guys can get all the other girls, right? You know. I'm in the I'm in the ugly section, so you know it, it's, there's no competition. <laughs> no, yeah. So is that what you want to do next time? What? When you talk to a girl, like a medium ugly girl. Yeah. Yeah. I want a medium ugly girl. Okay. Mm, yeah. If she's too cute, ah, that's a that's a red flag. All right. It's too good to be true. All right. So that's the that's the advice you would give someone. Well, they medium ugly girl. Yeah. Or guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, or, or don't, or don't, don't cue your, don't cue your significant other's car if uh, they're mad. Mm. That's gonna turn back on you pretty hard. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Not that I was one that keyed, but just I would recommend don't do that. You lose a lot of money. I just noticed your shoe thing. Um, you're also into shoes, aren't you? Yeah, I'm into shoes a little bit. I'm not like a sneak. I want, I want to say I'm a sneakerhead. Uh-huh. Same thing, Carlos. Carlos, you know, he's not a sneakerhead. Uh-huh. We just know about shoes. And you have the, you still have your Jordans. I have the you? Chicago Off White ones, going for about four, four grand and a half right now. Do you wear them a lot, or not as much as I used to? Hmm. Yeah. What other shoes do you have? Uh, I have some Zebras, um, Hella Vans, a lot of Ultra Boosts. I love Ultra Boosts. Yeah. Ultra Boosts are the best. Ultra Boosts, and, and I have a couple of NMDs. I mean, I don't really collect like that, you know. Like no. I just, I just have my one pair. That are worth more than anyone's shoes out there, and that's it. I'm cool with that. Like you can show me a shoe, and I don't know. I can I can probably name it. I can call it and say what it's worth. But mm. do you plan on getting any more? Yeah, in the future, I want to get the blue off whites. Oh, okay. And I want to get the blue ones. I want the Prestos. I want some of the limited retros. 
Do you like some of like those designer shoes? Yeah. I have some, I have some Gucci snakes or Aces. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I got some Louis Vuitton um, shoes. I got some Louis Vuitton backpacks. Burberry scarves. The scarf, huh? So I, got I got some Burberry headbands. Uh, I got some Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah, bags, wallets, stuff like that. Coach. I would never buy Coach. What about Balenciaga? I want some trainers. Yeah. Those little sock shoes. Uh-huh. I think those are cool. $800? Uh, no, I don't know about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll probably just buy some fake ones at that point. But Yeah. Yeah. All right. To close out, I got some questions for you here. Um, I got 10 questions. I'll go with 11 questions, actually. All right. So we kind of pretty much learned a lot about you and your hobbies. But is there any other hobby that we haven't talked to, talked about that you have? Um, Kind of tying all on. I like to collect scars and headbands. Really? Yeah. I collect scars and headbands. And, um, and I, I play a lot of video games. I play Call of Duty. Okay. You're yeah. one of the best Call of Duty players in the world. So let that be known. Um, I played FIFA with you a bit. Yeah, you get crushed too. No, nah, you're, you're pretty good in the yeah, new ones. Yeah, I've gotten better you're pretty now. Pretty good yeah. in the ones. But play me FIFA 15, you'll get crushed. FIFA 15 is probably the best FIFA. 15, you'll get is. crushed every time. Promise that. Um, you're, are you are you are you like into sports a lot, like professional teams? Yeah, like like clubs, like club soccer, or, or like just, like just sports basketball, in football, yeah. soccer. Not not as much as like some people, but I'm into it. Soccer, you know? what, what would your team be? Like your number one team? Number one team? Mm. See, soccer, I'm what you would call probably a bandwagon in soccer. Mm. Like, I don't really have, like, a like a team. Yeah. Like, I've always liked Barcelona. Okay. You know? I've, like, I, I, if I had a team that I had to go for, it'd be the San Jose Earthquakes. Okay. Just because I'm born in San Jose, yeah. so I'd have to go for the Earthquakes. Yeah. Right? Um, I like both Manchester. I like, I like United a little better than City. Mm-hmm. Um. I you know, I like Juventus. Juventus is a good team. Uh-huh. Um, I like I like Bayern. I don't I don't really have one team though. Do you Bar- follow Barcelona and maybe San Jose? Do you follow the USA team? Like the the, the, the national the, team? Yeah, yeah, national team. Yeah. 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 Like when the World Cup comes, I watch every game. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially Brazil. I like watching Brazil. Mm. Bunch of babies. Huh? A bunch of babies. Yeah. Okay. Granted. Um. Yeah, I've told you what I want to do with soccer, right? I want to get into coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've been going to those games long. Yeah, I'm going to get into coaching. Uh, well, I'm already into coaching, actually, but I'm going to get, I really want to get into, like, coaching high school or college. Nice. Do you got the skills for it? I, I do, actually. Do you? I mean, th- there's a lot of coaches that are in their 30s, and I'm, one, like, one of the only kids around here that's coaching at 18. Nice. Which is dope. I mean, I got a lot of years. How long have you been playing soccer for? Soccer since I was like six, six, but I stopped playing at high school and then, uh, well, I mean, I dedicated most of my time in Tremaine, but now I'm coaching. Wait, when you're six years old or since yeah. you're six? Since I was six years oh, old, okay. I've been playing. But yeah, uh, I'm doing coaching now, so we're starting low and going up. Hopefully. I'll make you. <laughs> we we actually, we only played soccer once all together. Like real soccer? Remember? The time we went to uh, to your house when we were all, we were all there, all of us. We're playing soccer at my house. We went to, uh, we went to that uh, that school next to, next to, dual language. We went to dual language academy. Oh, the, their field. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we all played, and then somebody got hurt, and we just stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We never actually had a soccer game, but yeah, that's what happened. I remember. Sure. All right. Um, your biggest fear. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it used to be heights for a while, mm-hmm. but I don't. I'm not that scared of heights anymore. Um, oh, mannequins, dude! I hate <laughs> mannequins, bro. If you stuck me in a room full of mannequins, I would go insane. I would literally go crazy and shoot myself. If I was stuck in a pool of mannequins, I couldn't move. Damn. Yeah. Mannequins. Okay. I didn't know that one. I'd say dying young. Dying young? Yeah. That's a big fear. Rest in peace, Juice, Pete, Mac, X. Yeah, because you don't, you don't really get to live <laughs> a lot of your life. And yeah, yeah. it's scary. Um, your best, like, memory like like a best experience or something you've ever had? I think drumline. Drumline? Like uh, like all of drumline. No. Shaped me big. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you most thankful for? Most thankful for? Yeah. Oh, shit. Honestly, to live in America and to live in Monterey. Uh-huh. People are always like, oh, I hate the Dude, this is one of the best areas you can live. Uh huh. Best areas you can go up. Would you rather be living in bomb sites or next to a water? Yeah, that's true. No. Uh, what is your biggest motivation? Biggest motivation? <sighs> Cars and success. Mm-hmm. I can't get the car I want if I don't success. If I don't succeed. <laughs> I, I also see on your store you're a big, uh, you're kind of a big influence to your little brothers, right? Yeah. 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 They learn. They take a lot from me. Hmm. When I mean take a lot, they take my, my Xbox controllers. My <laughs> no, yeah, no, they, they, they take a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely copy my 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 swag, my uh, my movements. Yeah. They learn from you. Mm-hmm. Twin brothers. Shout out Roman. Shout out Isaac. Um. One thing you want to you would want to change about yourself. That I want to change. Yeah. I want to be six seven. No, um, I wish I had a good voice. Like I can make music, but I can't. Like I can't sing. I can't mm. even do rhythmic stuff, melodic stuff. I have a rap song with some friends, but is this the one you were playing yesterday on your story? No, that's my oh. homie song. Um, did you Did hey. you make that? Mm-hmm. We that made, we made that song. That goes hard. Yeah, we need to drop it. But where can you find that? It's not even out yet. I can send you the link to it. Oh damn! Yeah, that's some good music. Yeah. yeah. Little pay has come out of retirement. <laughs> what he's not he's not singing anymore? Or? No, he's just been lagging. He's not <laughs> he's been lagging. He's talking about, oh, this is our year, bro. This is our year. <laughs> he's just I bet you I bet you he's at his house on his phone right now, just watching YouTube. Um Who's someone you look up to? Someone I look up to. Uh this podcaster named Alvaro. Um <laughs> uh, my fa- my parents. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I like Mark Cuban. You know Mark Cuban is? Yeah. Yeah, he's like pretty close to like what I want to resemble. Um, you want to own a basketball team then? Yeah. Not the Mavericks, but <laughs> I'd own, if there was a basketball team I'd own, I'd own the Knicks. Mm. The Knicks bring in the top three most revenue out of any every basketball team. Mm. 
or the Lakers. Um, celebrity wise, who do you look up to? Oh, what about the celebrities? Um, I mean, maybe M, Eminem. Hmm. Mm. Just cause, just goes to show, it doesn't matter where you came from, you can still be the greatest. Hmm. Um, if you could change one thing in this world, what would it be? Uh, Bernie Sanders supporters' opinions. <laughs> uh, maybe a more healthy environment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is one goal you want to accomplish this year? Buy my parents' house. It sounds like you're. That's like. That's the big thing you're looking forward yeah, to. Yeah. Fuck a GTR. I want to. I want to buy. My parents, I'm going to put the down payment for our house. Mm, okay. Um, biggest lesson you've learned in your life so far? T- take things one step at a time. Back in high school, I used to take things 30 steps at a time. I would try to do everything I can to get somewhere with it. Where I should just focus on one thing, harness that craft, let that trickle down to every other thing that I want to accomplish. Mm. Okay. Just take things slow. Not everything needs to be taken slow, but just take things, you know, at the pace yeah. that it needs to be taken at. Uh-huh. No need to rush it. All right. Where do you see yourself in five years from now? With 10 cars, a million subscribers, two houses. <laughs> uh, and shit. Traveling. Japan. Japan. That's where you want to go? I go to Japan. No, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna import cars over there, or right. not import. I'm gonna ship cars over there, and drive around Japan. Okay. Live the Tokyo drift life. Do you plan to live there or just? No, to, no. Oh, I'm, just, okay. I'm just gonna visit there. Okay. I might live there maybe a month, like just okay. experience it. But yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, gonna okay. Be cool. Maybe buy a condo out there or something. But mm-hmm. maybe Airbnb it. So you said ten cars. Not ten cars. Two but not houses. like supercars or anything. Just like just like cars, like, yeah. like like old Japanese cars. Uh-huh. 10 yeah. cars, two houses, 1 million subscribers, and in Japan. Yeah. Yes. Listening to what music? Young Thug. No, okay, I don't even like Young Thug like that. Lil Uzi. <laughs> Lil Uzi, Lil Mosey, and Aries. What would you be eating? Burgers. What would you be wearing? <gasps> Clothes. Like? Louis Vuitton. Uh, who would you be with? Whoever my wife is at the time. Um... That's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Um, Next time we're gonna we're gonna get someone who has opposite opinions of me, <laughs> and we just gonna battle it out. I'm gonna crush him. Anything else you want to say, or anything else you're working on? Anything? Mm, to all the young viewers out there, questioning what they want to do in life, you won't really know. You really won't know when you'll know. Just. Take it a step at a time. You'll figure it out. Okay. If you want some advice on what I do to make money, where you can start putting $20,000 bets down, let me know. DM me on Instagram. Cool. What do you think? How many views do you think this podcast is going to get? How long is it? 143. Oh, wow. That's long. Um, how many views do you usually get? All right. So the most viewed right now, I think, is Carlos. How much is that? He went... 130. 130? Yeah. 300. 300. 300. You think we're getting 300? 300. 
Okay. If I posted three hundred. Three hundred. If I posted three hundred. All right. All right. Sounds good. Now, granted, not every single person in my list yeah, two hours yeah. worth of stuff, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, but I think we'll get people clicking on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, we're definitely gonna do that. I'm gonna see. I'll see if by the end of the year or something we could get more mics and stuff and get more people. You know, I was thinking. I got mics and stuff too. I was thinking we should actually get the whole drum line. Like a lot of those guys, like Rich, Reggie, me, you. Yeah, good Carlos. luck. I mean, all Reggie were in the Navy. No, but when right. they come back. Oh, when they come back. Like, like during their oh, break. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Get them all on a podcast. That'd be interesting. I'm down. Lit. Anything else you want to say? Um, Social media, TikTok, music. Cleave JDM, everything. Cleave JDM Twitter, Cleave JDM Instagram, Cleave JDM TikTok, and Cleave JDM on my Activision account on uh, Call of Duty if you want to get the smoke. Uh, Any more shout outs? Uh, shout out Jonathan who mods on the cars. Um, shout out Scooby Steve with the uh Subaru whose hood I'm gonna steal. And uh, shout out Mr. Alvaro Rosendez, follow his podcast, keep updated to everything. He he's gonna make this shit big one day. Lit. Yes, All right, All right well, that's Cleve. Um, thank you for being on once again. Uh, hope to see you on here again sometime in the future. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Appreciate all the support, and I will see you guys all in a bit. See ya.